0: Welcome to the family room of The Rock. I wasn't expecting to be in front of you so soon again, but we just follow the Lord's leading. So now I pray in the name of Jesus that I would speak your words, O Lord. Father, that I would not get in the way of what you have. For the body this morning, Lord, that the body would hear your words, not my words, Lord. That our hearts would be open and our minds would be open to receive what it is that you have for us this morning. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for your presence here today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Oh, I can see everybody now. That's even scarier. All right. This morning I'm going to talk about overcoming. We need that, don't we? What do you think of when you think of overcoming? I, yesterday I caught a little bit of football, uh, watched little bits and pieces of games, and you know watched a team come from behind to win. You know that's overcoming the deficit of the points, and overcoming all the things that came against them. Maybe you think of an athlete, and the injury that they experience and overcoming, going on to be successful. Or maybe you think of someone that didn't have anything when they were younger and because of hard work and overcoming all the odds, they became very successful people and um, maybe became wealthy or were just successful in who they were. When those things are against us, that's when we overcome I relate overcoming to backpacking and I know you guys are probably getting tired of me talking about backpacking. It is the season, okay? It's September, I should be out backpacking. But I equate overcoming with backpacking since really backpacking is a series of overcoming obstacles that prevent me from getting to the end goal or getting to the place where I would get off the trail. It's preparation. It's the mental part of it, it's the physical part of it, it's the adventure. You know, maybe it's the weather, maybe it's really hot, or it gets really cold, or you end up in the rain, or maybe snow if you're out late enough or early enough in the year. Maybe like the experience I had this spring, we got out early, we thought we were going down south, we thought the trees would be um, leafed out, and they weren't, and so we all got sunburned. But there's all these things that we have to overcome. It's the rocks, it's the inclines, it's the ups, it's the downs, it's dealing with each other, people you meet on the trail. It's the aches and pains we go through. My body, for some reason, keeps telling me it's getting older and it doesn't want to do as many things as it once did. And I feel those ups a little bit more and those downs as my knees get pounded. Or maybe it's the chafing that my body's experiencing because I'm sweating so bad because it's so hot or it's pouring down rain and I'm soaking wet. Or maybe it's those blisters that pop up on my feet that you wouldn't even think that there would be a spot that you could blister. But all those things, you just keep going because you want to overcome. You want to get to the end. And really, isn't that what life is all about? Getting to that goal that we have before us, finishing the race, meeting that end point. So, what is overcoming? First, we got to understand what it is between overcoming and restoration. To overcome is simply succeeding in dealing with an issue or to prevail, or to conquer something. So I might say on a backpacking trip, it would be that I conquered the mountain, I was able to go up and over it, or I reached the end point of my journey. Restoration really is the act of returning something to a person, to a place, or a former condition. Think about an old car. People will find an old car sitting out in a pasture somewhere or find it in a barn. It's all rusty, looks pretty tough, doesn't run. So if we're doing a restoration, everything gets cleaned up, it gets repainted, the engine gets gone through, the transmission, everything gets fixed up on it so it looks just like brand new. If we're going to do an over, if we just want to overcome the issues that are before us, Maybe that car just gets worked on a little bit so that it runs again and is capable of going down the road. They leave all that old faded paint on there. They leave the rust and spray a clear coat on it to protect it from any further damage. And the car is able to go on. It's able to go on even in the condition that it's in. And that would be more of an overcoming. Now I can't be an overcomer if I don't have it in my heart. You can't be an overcomer if you don't have it in your heart. If you don't have the ability to overcome, you need a restoration. John 16.33, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Notice it says, in me you may have peace. The only way you can have peace in this world is through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We need Jesus in our lives. Next part of that is, you may have peace. That's not, you accept Jesus, you have peace. You may have peace. You decide whether you're going to be at peace or whether you're not. It's up to us to work that in, to have the peace. We get it through Jesus, but we have to accept what he did for us. He says, take heart, I've overcome the world. Take heart, we gain courage and strength through him, confidence in knowing that Jesus Christ overcame. He established the pathway for us, and so we know it can be done. Colossians 3.3 For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So Jesus traded his life for your life. Or we're making that exchange. You're clean. You have been restored. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been restored. Other part of that is it requires faith to believe that. That's your part of it. You have to step in and believe that you have been restored. You have been restored to God the Father. Once you've been restored, you don't need the restoration again. You just need to be able to overcome. First John 5, 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that, that has overcome the world, even our faith. Two parts. Initial part, Restoration through faith in Christ, we have overcome. Second part, through continuing faith, we overcome day to day. So we have that faith in us so we can march forward. We can overcome all the things that have come against us. You have Jesus. You are an overcomer. But how do we overcome I'd like to read Psalms 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of your children and infants, you have sta- established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens the work of your fingers, The birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. It says, through the praise of children and infants, God has established a stronghold. What is a stronghold? It's a place of safety. It's where the enemy cannot get you. If you've built a stronghold in your home, it's so that someone can't get in. Maybe it's a stronghold against the weather. But it's that place of safety. Through the praise of children and infants, the stronghold has been established. When we praise, when we praise, that stronghold is established. Praise is that important part of being an overcomer. Praise motivates our hearts and that gives us the ability to overcome. Praise renews our minds. Gives us the understanding of what what He has done. Opens our eyes to see His wonders. Helps us understand our place. Let me look back to verses 4 through 6. What is mankind that you are mindful of them. God is mindful of us. We are all part of mankind. He is mindful of us. We are human beings and He cares for us. He made us a little bit lower than the angels and He has crowned us with glory and honor. He has made us rulers over the works of your hands. What did God create? What did He do with His hands? He spoke things out, but all the works, everything that He has created, we are rulers over. He gave us the dominion over all those things. You have the authority over everything. Everything has been put under your feet. had an evangelist friend, and he used to like to talk about Put it up under your foot. Put your foot on it and rub it in. Smash it out. He believed that and did that so much he would wear his shoes out by rubbing a hole through because whenever he came up against something, he'd put it up under his feet and rub it in and grind it out. That's how he visualized overcoming, putting everything under his feet. So you say, I can't praise. We have this awesome praise band. The band gets up here and they play and sing. And they do such an awesome job. And we are so blessed by the people that come in and lead us in worship. But we can praise. Maybe we can't sing. God never said, sing beautifully. It says, make a joyful noise. If you have joy in your heart, whatever you're doing is praising God when you're doing it for the Lord. We need that praise in us whether we sing, whether we play an instrument, whether we speak the Word, whether we read Psalms like Psalms 8 that we just read that reminds us of all these things that God has done for us. His creation. When we get into His Word and let it flow and let it speak, when we speak it out, It goes out and comes right back into our ears, and we hear and we learn from what we say. We begin to believe when we doubt because we're speaking it out. We need to praise. You say, well, what about the people that can't talk or can't sing? They can put their hands in the air. Maybe they can't put their hands in the air. They can smile. They can wink. Whatever it is, when it's done for the Lord, it's praising the Lord. Maybe you're singing your own song in your mind of what God has done for you, or how great He is, how majestic is His name. Another part of overcoming is knowing who you are and what's provided. I struggled with the next scripture because we cover it a lot. And I was like, Lord, we, we cover this. I can just gloss over it. There's other areas that I want to get into. And it was no, you need the scripture. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't write it out. I couldn't take it out of my notes. A lot of other things came out, but this had to stay. The armor of God, Ephesians 6:10 through 21. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you have been provided with everything you need to overcome. Starting with verse 10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty work. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray Be strong. Be strong in who? Be strong in Martin? Be strong in Jerry? Be strong in Isaac? Who are we to be strong in? Be strong in the Lord. It's through Him that we have power. It's His power. It's not my power. It's given to us to use, but it's His power. We are strong through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is not what I can accomplish on my own. I'm I'm an avid DIY person, I will try anything once, I will make whatever effort I can to do something on my own. I would rather try and fix something than I would rather call Kevin. Kevin can do it better than me by far, but I'm going to try it. I will work on my car, I will work on anything, I will put myself first. Okay? That's just the way I am. But I've come to rely on myself. And that's not what God wants out of us. He's given us capabilities to do things, but He wants us to rely on Him and His strength. It's what He has, not the talents that I have. He's given me talents and gifts to do things, but it's not to rely on myself, it's to be in communication with Him and listen and learn and abide in Him. It says, put on all of the armor. Put on the armor. Not part of the armor. Put on all of it. Now as you can all see, I'm missing a little bit of hair. You know, just the way it is. Part of my armor in daily life is a hat. Because when I go out, the sun affects my head and it does nasty little things to my head and then I have to go see this dermatologist that does this wonderful little cold spray and gives me brain freeze and then I end up with these nice little marks on my head but it takes care of the damage that has been done and the things that are trying to grow there that do not belong. If I don't wear my hat I'm gonna get burned and those things will continue to grow. I can't decide, oh, it's cloudy out today. I don't need my hat. I have to wear it. The same is true with our armor that God has provided for us. I can't decide today I don't need my helmet of salvation. I don't need the belt of truth. I don't need the breastplate of righteousness. We need those to be successful. When we leave a piece behind or when we choose, I don't need that we become vulnerable in different areas in our lives. And that vulnerability is the place where the enemy begins to attack us, where those flaming arrows of lies come to us. You know, if I leave my shield at home, I don't have the ability to block those arrows. They get in. If I leave the breastplate off, something's going to get in. We need the full armor. God has provided it for us. If you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He has provided all of that for you. Where do the rulers of darkness reside? Where do they do their work? Don't they work right up in here in our minds? Isn't that where everything takes place? It's not what's happening with me on the outside. It's what's happening up here. It's what I'm thinking, what I'm getting led to believe that prevents me from doing the things God wants me to do. When we let things in, when we leave some of the armor behind, we get opened up to what is going to affect us. And we're not able to do what we need to do. He says, stand firm. Paul said, stand firm. Regardless of what things look like, stand firm. We have this built-in fight or flight mechanism in us. When something arouses us that we're going to be in fear, we either want to turn around and run, or we want to stand and fight. But we're supposed to stand in what God has done for us. He's given us the sword of the, sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. He's given that to use. We don't have to go marching out. We don't have to go running away. We're supposed to stand firm in what Jesus Christ did. The ability to overcome. Our fight is not resisting. Our fight is resisting. Not the physical fight. It's the mind thing. It's staying in place. Standing in faith that God is with us. Standing in the truth Of what God has already done for us. Paul went on to say, Pray in the Spirit on all occasions. When we pray in the Spirit, we release ourselves and we take ourselves out of the picture. It's letting the Spirit pray through us. It's my mouth moving, it's my tongue moving. But it's the Spirit releasing what needs to be released. Praying for my needs, even if I don't understand what I'm saying. It's the Lord working through me, the Holy Spirit working inside of me, giving me what I need to say, communicating directly with the Lord. Your spirit was renewed when you were restored. You have that ability to talk directly with God the greatest gift that God has ever given me is the ability to pray in the Spirit. Because I've taken myself out of anything and when I'm too mad, too upset about something, I can pray in the Spirit. doesn't matter what I'm thinking, I can pray in the Spirit and I can release it and let it go. It strengthens me, gives me guidance, calms my spirit, calms my soul, I should say, that I can speak and I can talk to the Lord. If you want to know more about praying in the Spirit, come up afterwards. We'll talk about it. Valerie has done awesome teaching on praying in the Spirit. She'd be glad to answer any questions you have or concerns. But it is an important part of being an overcomer. My flesh always wants to come out in how I live. And it comes out oftentimes in how I pray. But when you pray in the Spirit, it's set aside and the Lord has His way. Pray for other people. Shift that focus away from what's bugging you. You know, when something's bothering me and my focus is on an injury or a hurt that someone has caused me or something that I don't think is right and injustice. When I think about that, it's just like having a magnifying glass and focusing in on that. That's all I can think about. You know, i got to say, yesterday afternoon I washed my car. I got new tires last week. And I'm washing my car and I'm cleaning my rims. And I noticed that on all four tires now, I have this nice scratch on my nice, shiny rims. I was not a happy camper. You know what that did? You know what that does for when you're trying to prepare for a Sunday morning message about overcoming? (laughs) Yeah, I'll have that conversation with the shop this week. But in reality, the scratch doesn't matter it really doesn't matter it doesn't affect how I'm gonna live it's a mark on the car it can be fixed they will fix it <laughs> um but I have to get beyond that you know for a while that's all I was focused on and I like, oh, they're gonna fix that Oh, I can't believe they did that it doesn't matter it's a car it has no effect on me how I live unless I let it become part of me. And i got to be like Paul when the viper bit him and just shake it off, get rid of it, move on. I can't focus on it. We need to involve others. Paul talked about praying for him. Now, Paul was a mighty man of God, but yet he was saying, pray for me. He wasn't saying, pray about all my weaknesses, pray for what I can't do, but pray for what I'm supposed to be doing. We pray for each other's strength. We don't need to focus on a weakness. We need to focus on the strengths. Each and every one of you has been given specific strengths. God has gifted you in specific ways. And we tend to repress those things sometimes and go for other things. But we need to pray that the strengths that God has put in you come out. It doesn't matter about those weaknesses. We overcome by the strengths that God has put in us. Because God has equipped us to accomplish all things. Now, each one of us has our own areas of overcoming. We have our own weaknesses. We put things in our way. Things come up in our paths. And those are really things that affect our peace. You know, isn't that really what we need to overcome is the things that Rob us of our peace. You know, I mentioned that my body is getting older and doesn't want to do some of the things it used to do. That's just part of life. You know, our bodies are going to get more tired. We're going to have a few more aches and pains. But it's how I deal with those issues. Do I let it become my focus? Do I get mad? That I'm not able to go out and run marathons anymore. Is that my focus? Or is my focus that I am still here. And I'm able to carry on. I looked at putting down a list of all the things that. We need to overcome. And as I'm putting down this list. I'm realizing. That all those things really. Boil down to feelings. How I feel rather than what the reality of things is. I have gifts and talents, you have gifts and talents. I can use them or I can not use them because I don't feel good today. I don't feel like you're going to receive my message properly so maybe I don't want to be here. Maybe I don't feel that I'm listening very good today. And I can't get out the words that I'm supposed to speak. I don't like the way somebody treated me so they don't like me. So I need to avoid them. All those things boil down to feelings. You know I can talk about unforgiveness and that's a whole other message. But really it boils down to what's in your heart, what's in your soul. Those things that get in the way of my peace. And it all boils down to in the soul realm. My spirit has been renewed. My body, it's getting older. You know, it's a temporary structure. You know, this is not who I am permanently. You know, permanent comes, hopefully, a number of years down the road yet. But we don't know but then I will be who I really am if we're spirit soul and body and we know the body goes away if we just look at our soul and our spirit once we have Christ our spirit is good body don't necessarily need to work on other than that's the part we focus on because it's the physical aspect it's the part we see and we need to think we got to do all these things and lift weights and work out and eat right and all this stuff. Good things, but it's not the permanent. But our soul goes with us. That part of who we are. And it's the part that we can work on and fix. Our minds are part of our soul and the part that we need to work on and renew. If I focus on, you know, the physical then i've got it wrong you know we take and, and think if i work on the spirit and if i work on the body you know i'm going to i'm going to be happy everything will be right you know i got to focus on my mind i got to focus on what's in my heart the part that i can control the spirit it's renewed it's good my soul is what i need to fix I need to renew my mind in Christ Jesus and take the love that He has and apply it to all the aspects of my life. Overcoming? It's just peace. Can I have peace with what's going on around me right now? Can I be in peace with what has transpired, knowing that this life is temporary? That Jesus Christ overcame everything that is in the world. Remember, He was fully man. He's experienced everything that we've experienced. He is, was fully man and He overcame the world. So how do we overcome? Know if you need Restoration. Or if you just need to overcome. If you need that restoration, you need Jesus. You haven't found Him yet. If you need to overcome, it's renewing of your mind. Checking your heart. Putting your mind in the right place. We need to praise Him. We need to praise God the Father. We need to praise Jesus for what He did. Praise Him in song. Praise Him through the spoken word. Announce what He's done. Remember the good that He has done. Know who you are and what's been provided. The armor. The armor that He's equipped you with. Remember, you're going to be in a battle. It's not the if, it's when. When. But put on the armor. Don't keep it in the tote. Don't put it in the trunk of the car. Don't put it in the back of your pickup truck. Put on that armor. Keep God close to you. That armor, when you think of armor, it's right up close to you. Keep God with you. And pray. Pray. for yourself. Pray for others. You're not alone in this. Have them... Pray for you. Pray in the Spirit. Satan is always fighting to get you. He's out there looking for that way to get you. But God has already fought for you and won. He has already fought for you and won the battle. It's our place to stand firm in what He did. When you don't feel secure in your position, chances are you've set aside part of the armor. You've left something behind. You're not remembering who you are or what He's done or what He's provided for you. If you're in the battle and you've been wounded, go to the hospital of Jesus. You know, when we have a physical problem, we go to the doctor, go to the hospital. Go to the hospital of Jesus and renew your mind in the love that he has for us and rest. Rest in him and he's able to provide for all your needs. 2 Corinthians 9.8 Remember, And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. You will overcome if you have Christ Jesus and you let the Lord work inside you. You are all overcomers. Overcoming. Is just finding the peace, that peace that transcends all understanding that God has provided for you, the ability to carry on to that day of completion, that day of completing the journey through life. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that you have provided all that we need. You are our provider. You've given us the ability to overcome anything that comes up against us. Anything that we run into, anything that we have taken on that we shouldn't have, anything that we've allowed in, you allow us and give us the ability to overcome in you. It's not our strength, Lord but it's your strength and we thank you that you have strengthened us and you continue to restrengthen us you continue to put your loving arms around us and support us you continue to wait for us to come to you and ask you are like the father of the prodigal son waiting for us to come back to restore putting that cloak back on putting the rings on the finger even when we don't reserve it you have restored us Lord you have given us life in you you have renewed the life of the spirit inside us giving us the ability to talk and Lord we thank you we thank you that the veil has been removed that we can approach you Father, I pray that you help us to let go. Let go of all those things that rob us of our peace. Lord, that we can sing in praise to you, that we can speak in praise, that we can open our eyes and see the wonders of your love, the things that you have done for us, how you have been with us through all the trials of life. Lord, you are a great and mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Amen.